we're back at it. Here we are. We're uh, we're, we're we're rolling. I'm tired. <laughs> I don't know why. I just sat down and I stopped for the day and I got tired. The stopping. You stopped the momentum. Stopped the momentum. The momentum has stopped and you're you're, you're resting. It's been a busy day. I feel like that uh, we haven't had a weekend. Are you pulling chargers out from your butt? I am. I wow. can sell you one for that's half the price of a regular. That's okay. Um, I feel like we didn't have a weekend. It's not fair. It went really fast. Mm-hmm. Super duper. I feel like fast. we didn't have like a proper date for our little anniversary. I don't think we did either. I really don't, but oh well. We need to figure out a proper date night. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. What do you keep looking at? I just want to make sure we're rolling. That we're, that action. Are we? Going. Yes. Okay. Well, I want to think, I mean, I want to talk about thinking styles today. We were on the carriage trail about this time last week. Uh, I think on a Sunday or something. Anyway, and we were talking about how different you and I think. You're very science driven and I'm not. Hmm. Science driven. You're science driven. I'm more fact driven. Uh, no, no, you're not. Or some things. First of all, you're not fact driven because you'll take anything that you see on Twitter or anything that Joe Rogan says and you consider that's fact enough and you'll believe it. That's not always true. Oh, that is always true, sir. (laughs) Not always. I don't think you're necessarily fact driven. Well, it just depends on what we're talking about. You're you're always like talking about science, how it's this and that, and you and you always gather your information from listening to one of your podcasts. Well, and usually it's a, probably a scient a scientist, not a Scientologist. <laughs> yes, entirely different. Probably a scientist that's okay, talking so, about the subject okay. matter. So do you see where which I'm getting? Which is it? usually factual. Mm, not that's all what the time. science. Science does. doesn't necessarily always mean a lot of a lot of science is theories. And hypothesis. Hypothesis. You know what I mean? I but mean, you test the po- hypothesis, I mean, right? a lot of times science is fact, but is it though always? No, probably not always. Right? Because it keeps evolving. I mean, I feel like science keeps evolving. Look at look at what we have learned about the galaxy. Exactly. So, I mean, it's not always necessarily fact because a long time ago, the science book said X, Y, Z about the universe and the galaxies. And now it's saying something entirely different. If you take a science book from back when we were kids and compare it to the science book now, it's a little bit different. Yes. So how can you say that science is always, science is always evolving? It is. So anyway, but that's not what I want to talk about. I didn't uh, know there are, now I don't know. I just found this article. Cool. Um, it's from ThriveWorks or something. Anyway, it's what are the five thinking styles? Ooh. And they are synthesist, idealist, pragmatics, mm-hmm. analysts, and realists. Realists. Right. Isn't that crazy? So just briefly, and then maybe we'll dive more into these. Synthesis, th- synthesists stand out with their creativity and curiosity. They mm-hmm. like to consider different ideas views and possibilities this is just a brief overview idealists are always setting and working towards big goals they set the bar high and expect others to do the same pragmatics take a logical approach to problem solving they focus on immediate results as opposed to the long-term effects analysts are interested in the facts and data points They have a clear procedure for doing all things. And then realists are the perfect problem solvers. 
tackle problems head on and don't feel challenged by your everyday conundrum. Conundrum. How about that word? Can you even use conundrum in an article? Um, yeah, I mean, everyday conundrum is what I do. All it's what we do. It's like it's. I feel like that means it. Does conundrum mean like monotony? Is it kind of? Does that kind of? No, I don't think so. Well, how do you know? I'm gonna have to look it up. I'm gonna have to look up the definition of conundrum. Right here, it is a confusing and wait. A confusing and difficult problem or question. Oh, okay. One of the most difficult conundrums for the... Okay, so a question asked for amusement, typically one with a pun in its answer. A riddle. I didn't know that. What's an example of a conundrum? Uh, Basically, it's you're trying to figure something out, right? Okay, that's not what I thought it was. So you're right. You got yourself in a conundrum? I don't know. Anyway, I don't know if you say it that way. I don't probably think don't that's use it that use way that in a sentence. sentence. No, no so. probably not. Um, where just reading that, where do you think you lie? I would say the only one, and this is me, which a lot of times we don't have the best or most accurate view of ourselves, but the one that that seems like fits closest to me would be the first one. The synthesis? No. Yeah. Yeah. Stand out with their creativity and curiosity. They do. They like to consider different ideas, views, and possibilities. Yeah. Not necessarily even the creativity, but I'm always open to. I like different ideas and thoughts, and and I'm curious. I think that we could maybe adopt a couple of these. That's what can I was. Can you thinking. can you cross? References? I'd say so. I'd say that it's not dead on, but I'd say I'm more curious. I'm always, I'm I'm pretty curious in my old age. I mean, because I, I didn't know the definition of realist is this, because I always thought I was a realist, but I'm not looking at this, where it says perfect problem solvers tackle problems head on and don't feel challenged by your everyday conundrum. I feel challenged every day. Well, and I'm not very smart. I think there's different definitions of realist depending on what we're talking about. So in this, that's I mean, I guarantee if you look up the definition of a realist, it might have a little different. Allow me since I have my. You know what I mean? Like this just may may be when it comes to personality styles or dealing with things. I don't know. A realist, according to English language, a learner's definition. Sounds legitimate. Is a person who understands what is real and possible in a particular situation. A person who accepts and deals with things as they are. An artist or writer who shows or describes people and things as they are in real life. That's what I was thinking it was. Me too. And that's what I am. Yes. If it's here, it's here. It's real. It's possible. It's, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't really necessarily uh, always. Here's the thing. I don't necessarily always believe in the impossible Except for when it comes to like the Bible and God, because if you think about it, you think that is that even possible? You know what I mean? Like right. I am taken by that, and I don't know if that's because that's how I was raised, that's how I grew up. As this is what it is, and you believe exactly what this. I mean, that was like that was mm-hmm. like hammered into my head. Same. I'm the same way as you, you with that. If you don't believe in this word for word, you know what I'm saying. But like other than that. Which I don't believe that's necessary. 
I don't know. Am I a realist? Because in our conversations prior to this with Michael Schulz, we were talking about aliens and stuff. And we were talking about um, the paranormal or whatever. People think that's not possible, but I also believe in some of that, not necessarily the alien part. So am I a realist or it can't, am I, ah, you know, what are we? Are, are we thinking, are we tying realists to also to, um, I don't know the word for it, but anyway, I don't know. I think, I think there's a, I think there's a little bit of some of these, a little bit of some of this, I don't know. I don't either. It's kind of, it's kind of wild. It is. Really. I, when you start looking at definitions and trying to evaluate yourself and how you believe. Well, I think with the religion, I mean, we're both the same way in that it's, I think you're, and I've said that before, you're, you, you, when you're brought up a certain way, you've got so much emotional attachment to it, mm-hmm. right? And and we're built as humans, um, we've got, I don't, I can't remember what it's called, but it, there's a part of our brains that craves belief, like we, we, we need to believe in something. I think everybody belie- needs to believe in some sort of higher power, whatever that may be. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. I think we're all built with that in us. I think that's why I've always said, I said, if I, wo- if I was born with the same parents, the same family, even in the same area, same house, but we was born to a devout Muslim family, I would be Muslim right now. No, and sure. that's what I, I would mean, believe 100%. And I think, too, I always think that, like, you know, if I was raised a different way, and maybe it's in a family that um, really doesn't believe in any type of higher power, higher power. not necessarily, an atheist, does an atheist not believe in God, right? That's an Correct. atheist. But yes. not, that doesn't mean, they don't believe in the devil they either. They don't believe in anything. Okay. So if I was raised in They just believe you're here. Okay. You know, and you, you so, live and you die. Right. So if I was um, born into a family like that, I mean, would I grow to adopt something and would I, you know, a, a belief in a higher power? And what would that look like? You know what I mean? Because like you said, we both were kind of raised this kind of, in, as far as religion goes, raised the same way. Um and like I said, it was it was I mean, we were in church every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, night every Wednesday, Wednesday night, night, every freaking revival, every revival, right. Yes. So it, it's and the most important figures in our lives, the people we respect the most, that we love the most, who care for the most, modeled that life. And on top of it, it's a good way to live your life. No, it's I don't regret it so at it's all. It's not and a bad way to live, even if you even if. It wasn't a real thing. I, you know, I'm. Yeah. It's still a good lifestyle to live. It's it's a healthy. Oh, it, it kept it, me out of a lot of trouble. For, except for the, you know, some of the drama and the judgmentalness and all that. But we there's didn't a, see that growing up. No, right, right, right. And, and and you're right. It's not a bad way to grow up because it kept me out of a lot of trouble. It kept me out of a lot of trouble being sure, having that being, fear. Having fear, yeah, you're always fearful. But. You know, with my parents, Judgment. one of, you know, my mom and her whole side of the family were very, very religious people. My dad was not, and his side of the family was not necessarily my dad's dad. My grandpa, he studied the Bible and stuff like that. But I think he's more like I am today. Like, he had a relationship with God and he read his Bible. He went to church, but he also lived his life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he, right, he, right. Where, I mean, my mom and her side of the family, they walked the line. Like, right. I mean, they walked the line. Like, my dad's dad, whom I just said, you know, was went to church and read his Bible. He also liked to drink some, and he liked to smoke, and he would say words, and he, you know what I mean? So I feel like that's, right. 
he actually probably had a better idea of religion than I thought now that I look back on it. Now, my, my dad's mom wasn't necessarily religious. Um, she really never went to church with him. You never saw her reading the Bible or anything like that. But anyway, um, well, I don't know how he got talking about religion. I didn't want to go either. that way, but whatever. But that's the... F- Sorry, you can go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just saying, I'm just wondering like how different my thinking would be. I think, I don't know, if I was raised not that way. You know what I mean? Well, I think you're think. I think we've we 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 got burnt out, and we live the way we do now because we're definitely we believe, we definitely teach our kids those values, not as hardcore. It's I heard a pastor talking about it the other day on a I don't know if it was on a podcast or I don't know, but he was talking about how um we don't even like the what we've built in our society, Christ would not recognize. The leaders of back then, they wouldn't even recognize the church would not, it wouldn't recognize us today. It would not know what in the world's going on because this wasn't how it was. Mm-hmm. Wasn't how it was at all. There weren't churches like this. There weren't groups of people with hierarchies. And you know what I mean? It, right. You had basically said they had like, it, more than anything, it would have been more like small groups in homes, like mm-hmm. a belief, reading the Bible and teaching each other. But nobody had to be a part of a group. You know what I mean? I think it's so funny how. The people to a lot of the church people today think if you don't go to church every Sunday, if you don't belong to a church, you're not a Christian and you're lost. And I do not insane. at all believe in that. And I and I had a conversation, not really a conversation. It was just a, a text exchange here recently with my mom. I don't even know if I told you this, but uh, it was she was oh it was Easter Sunday. She was wanting us to come to church, and, and we kind of toyed around with it. And then that happened with Kaylee, and I was like, well, we can't go because Kaylee, blah, 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 blah. And um, she was like, well, shoot, I really wish something. And I said, Mom, I said, I hope you don't think that just because I don't walk in the church doors every Sunday that I don't pray and have a relationship with God. I mean, because I do. And she was like, well, I hope so. I said, oh, okay, I do. Like, you, who, who are you? I love my mom. Don't get me wrong. But who are you to think for one second that just because I don't walk through the church doors every Sunday that I'm struggling in my Christianity or, or in my, my, my religion or whatever it is? Because Maybe you, you got to look the part. You got to live. That's you got to look is. the part. You got to go to the club. You got to right. be in the club and you got to answer to people and you got to look a certain way. Now, you got to, you got to be. Exactly like everybody in the within those doors, which is my argument about the church. It's like I, you need people in there that challenge the way you think. Right. You need people that don't fit your profile, don't fit your. T- you need to welcome everybody, and they you say they do, but they don't. Right. I, I mean, I think some churches do. I, I do, but some I mean, do. Yeah. Like when we were in Atlanta that, the, and we were going that, to that one church, even a few churches that we went to in Atlanta, I looked forward to going. I, you know what I mean. I enjoyed. Because I do enjoy starting my week with, you know, some positivity and having my mindset in the right direction. And I think going to church a lot of times does that. Put your mindset, you know, even when we went on Easter Sunday. I mean, I was, it was good. It felt good. I was like, okay, that was good. I needed to hear that. It was, it was a good message. And, and, I, and I think that that is good. But if you're going to church just to be counted. And here's the thing. Dear Lord, help me, Jesus. <laughs> I am telling you what, I have a problem with this. 
they take attendance in church that my mom goes to. They do not, it's not counting. Okay, I get you need to count because you want to see if your congregation is growing. Well, and they have to report That it, is fine. Right. Sure, that's fine. Count. There was 100 in attendance today. And then the next week there was 110. Then the next week there was 115. Okay, good, we're growing. Or there was 80 this week. And then there was seven. Okay, we're, we're not, we need to do something to get more people in the door. Okay, A-okay, 100%. I get you need to do it. But you do not need to know if Angie Runyon's in church, why do you have my name on a flipping piece of paper? And why are you checking it off? <laughs> like I'm at home base. That's what makes me angry. They, and, and, and they don't want to know. They want to know who's backsliding. My name's not been on that roll, but Easter Sunday in the past couple of years. And one of the reasons is because I don't like stuff like that. I don't uh, like I'm not, it. I'm not a fan either. If it were, truly was just a church for you to come in and you hear a message and you be taken care of and you be loved on, they don't need to know if it's Angie Runyon or just a person sitting in the pew as a number. So one place that I want to just be a number. Right. I don't want you to take roll and see if I'm there. Kind of like when we were at the, in the church in Atlanta. It's just, it's just fruits. It was nice just to go. I never saw them take role feel in the church. Weird about anything. You like know? what the heck? Okay, if you have a visitor, if you see a visitor, sure, fill out a visitor's card. I get it, so we can reach out sure, to you. Sure, yeah. But you don't have to have my name on a roll, and 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 that that bothers me. I see. That stuff like that bothers me. Uh, yeah. And when people come up to you, and when you go to church on a regular basis, and then you miss a Sunday, oh, we missed you last week. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You just wanted to know where I am. You want to know why I missed. So why don't you just say, <laughs> why did you miss last Sunday? You don't care if I was sick. You don't care if I was out of town. I mean, you want to know why I wasn't there. What are you, keep, what are you doing? I keep thinking I hear Nate yelling your name. Oh. Maybe. He knows where I live. I said that wrong. They do care. I said they that do, opposite. yeah. Sure. They do want to know where you've been. It's, it, you know what I'm saying? They don't necessarily care care. They just want to know the excuse that you have of why you weren't there. So a lot of these practices, like stuff like that, is what has kept me from going to church on a a regular basis. I don't not like going to church. I actually enjoy it. But I can't find a place here where I feel normal going to church. Like It feels weird. Like It's like, what are you all doing? Yeah, I don't know for me. What's wrong with me? I don't know if it's for me just the whole setup now after being out of the church. Hold on. Pause that for a second. I think that's Brooke. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, we had to take a little pause. We are back. I think what I was getting ready to say is it's weird when you're brought up in the church and like you said, we're there three days a week. Doors open, I was there growing up. So now being a little bit away from it for a while, it's mm-hmm. when I go, I see it in a different perspective. And True. It's really weird. True. Like it's really culty. It's very. It, you know, and I'm not saying it as just the. the uh, right. My church are open because I, I love it more than any church. Well, yeah. I'm talking about any church I go to. It just feels super. They feel culty and it's cheap like the mega churches they just for me they always seem so cheesy yeah and the i music it's, and it's stuff. so it's just weird it's so funny like you said being away um because growing up when my dad did go to church he he was catholic he went to a catholic church and so whenever we would go which wasn't very much but whenever we did i felt that way about mass 
sure. I felt like not necessarily not. I don't want to use the word cult because I. That's a very very strong word for me for me to use. I'm not I don't, saying they are a cult. No, I'm I know, saying, but just I'm just so saying to even understand. No, I know what you're saying, but they. The, it was very um. Um, same thing every week, kind of thing. They they said the same thing. Ritualistic. Ritualistic. Yes. Okay, that may be a better word. They did and rituals. I, and I felt yeah. like I'm like this is the same thing, over and over again. And I, and I kind of feel that way That's now. How I see yeah, church. going into church after not being there for a while, I'm like, wow, we're still singing these hymns. Your program. You Got to sing three. You have to sing four songs before the sermon. Why is it so much like that? Because it's how you train people. You know what I noticed? They didn't take offering on Easter Sunday. It's weird. Do you remember that? Anyway, so I think it is very ritualistic maybe. And I don't really feel like I have to have that in order to have a relationship with God or be religious or be a Christian for that matter. But that goes back to my point. That was created by man. All this stuff was created by man. God didn't create the ritualistic set up. I mean, maybe there's a stuff in the Bible that, that points towards things. I think like communion, mm-hmm. remembrance. Sure. I think there are rituals that no, are very important fine. and they're, they're, I love them. No, like, I, but the, but the agree. silly ones, like, you know what I Do mean? Do we really have to sing a closing hymn? Is this necessary? Can you just be done with your sermon and then just say a prayer and say, y'all have a good week. Like we don't have to have, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, it's I, just so systematic and it's so, it's an organization at the end of the day. Right. Right. So basically you, you do, you, you have these systems in place because you want to get people, you want to, and, and I believe that that they truly, it's their mission and they truly believe this. They want to get people saved from the depths of hell. Well, that's fine. And then there's steps from there. I just don't know how much I like all the steps that are, it's like, okay, now you need to be a member. Right. And now we can make you feel weird because you don't tithe but 5%. Right. And God won't bless your family if you don't give 10%. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then I just think a lot of it's, it gets a, li- a little weird. I totally agree. And that's that's my whole point. And it shouldn't be led by people. I should be led by, by you know, and I'm not saying you don't teach those things, mm-hmm. but I don't know. There's, there's some, no, I mean, then again, some of my greatest memories are from that church and my grandfather was a pastor and some of my greatest memories, some of my greatest times. So I'm not knocking it. I'm just being very honest and transparent on my view and no, I, the way it looks I totally, at I, my f- age of 45. I, I totally agree with you a hundred percent. And that's. What I tried to tell my mom the other day, I was like, look, it doesn't mean that I don't do X, Y, and Z. And she's like, well, it just would be better if you, know, if you could come a little bit more to church. And I'm like, you just made me not want to. Well, that, but that's the thing is what, what you, I just told you that I have a relationship with Christ. I have my own way of communicating with him, and I don't really like church. And, and it's not that you don't like church, but it, right. it, I don't feel, but it's for show. Like what? It's what, for show. Now you come, 
so people can see it you. is for show. That's what I feel like it is. That's I really my point. Want- Why do you want me to be there? See, we don't care anymore what people think. When if we did, we would be there every Sunday because right. that's the reason we were there before is because we cared what people thought. Right. Why can't I just stay at home? Now, I'm not saying that I do this every Sunday. I'm not saying that my relationship couldn't be better. I'm not saying that I don't need to pray more or read the Bible more or whatever. Yeah. I mean, of course I do. Um, I really do. But no but, matter what but, you do, you're always going to wh- could do better. Wh- why can't I stay home on a Sunday and do that from my couch? Right. Why do I have to have somebody talking to me, a preacher? Like who... Why does it have to be a sermon that I listen to? Why can't I just meditate? Why can't I pray? Why can't I just read a devotion or read the Bible? Like, why do I have to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, Well, 45, if you go 52 Sundays a year, 45 of them before when we went to 52 a year, 45 of them, I was checked out. Yeah. Do you, I was like, is there 52 Sundays in a year? 52 weeks, right? Oh, I didn't pay attention to that. I guess you're right. So, I mean, I'm sitting there. If you go that many times a year, 80% of them, you're checked out. I was, always was. Is there only 52 weeks in a year? Am I saying that wrong? Yeah, it's 52 weeks. No. There's four weeks in a month. There's 12 months in a year. So four times 10 is 40. That's 40 weeks is nine months, though. 40 weeks is 10 months. 40 weeks is... 40, when, when, you, when you're pregnant, you're pregnant for 40 I'm weeks. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, four... Four, and you're four. nine months pregnant. We sound like idiots right now. <laughs> We're doing math. <laughs> no, I'm telling idiot. you, there's 52 weeks a year. I mean, I believe you. I, I believe you because you're because you, you're a scientist. No, I'm not a scientist. I'm okay, so there is... The, if there's 10 months and there's four weeks in yeah, every right. month, there's, there's 40, 40 months and 10... Just doesn't four, 40 right. weeks in 10... Yeah, anyway. Okay, but, anyway. But my whole point is... How often were you checked out? And oh, going, all when the time. is this going to be over? All the time. Like, when can I get out of here so I can get on with my day? I mean, I did that on Easter I'm Sunday checking when I was checking people, my. I'm checking in so you can see me here. And here's the and funny I've thing. I've wasted my whole damn morning. Here's the funny thing. So, so I could feel like accepted. The funny thing to me about Easter Sunday was he kept saying, he kept referring to the time. He's like, oh, I got you for five more minutes. Oh, I got you for. I'm still doing good on time. Why do you need time? When you get your point across, we should be done. If you need longer, you should be longer. Why are you referring to the time? It was annoying the crap out of me. Yeah, I'm I like, got that too. So like, you mean you you have a sermon for 30 minutes, but what if you can get it done in 15? We have to stay for the 30 because it's a ritual. Yeah. People start getting antsy if we're not out by... The thir- you know, whatever it is, 11.45. By, by noon, if we're not out, people are getting antsy. They're leaving to go to the bathroom and not coming back. Why? Is your time up? Like, if you're such a religious person, you shouldn't even be looking at your clock. Shouldn't matter. No, and you, I think a lot of people, it. probably it doesn't. But you know what I mean? It's like... You, you nail it, and if you're done at 12.42 or 11.42... Then you're done. Let's get out of here. You got your point across. I don't know. It just... I don't know. Anyway, I didn't mean to get off track and talk about only religion, but I don't even know where all that came from. I was really going down a road of talking about these thinking styles. Um, yeah, we got stuck on religion somehow. I don't know how we did that. Which uh, which is a good talk. So maybe we will come back to this list sometime. Yeah, we can definitely um, come back to it. But yeah, so anyway, I mean, I've, I'm sure I've disappointed my mom and my grandmother, and I'm sure they pray for me every night that I'll get back into church. But what... Okay. Here, but here's church my thing. is Here, like pickup basketball. It's like, and that's not a real good analogy. It's like a club, right? It's like any, 
it's like you quit the chess club, right? And your friends are still at the chess club. And they're like, man, it was, Angie needs to get back to chess club. Why don't you come back to chess club? Why? I don't like playing chess anymore. Yeah. Well, Not that you don't love God, but you just don't, I don't, what I mean. I mean, but it, my point is, okay, so what if I did walk through the door every single Sunday, but I was checked out the whole time and I was thinking terrible thoughts in my head. It's okay because I'm in the seat and you can mark my name off your roll. Right. When you could have like a what? very peaceful That's what I'm saying. experience with God as you're standing in Fayetteville right. on the top of a as mountain, you're hiking, hiking I, taking in the beauty. I'm not saying that I do, but I'm just saying like, you, why do you need my body in church? Why? Why do you need me there? And it's you that needs me there. It's not God that needs me there. Right. God knows what I have going on. Right. I'm still protected. I'm still... Un- it's a person needing to see me there. Why? That's what I want to sit my mom. I don't want to fight with my mom, but I do want to sit her down one day and be like, why do you need me there so bad? And she'll say, oh, it's not that I need you there. Da, 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 da. But it is. Why are you so worried about it? You know? I have no clue. So I don't know. It's like she doesn't even know me. Like she doesn't know. She thinks because I drink wine and because she's listened to some of my podcasts and they can get kind of raunchy sometimes <laughs> that all of a sudden I'm a sinner. And that's how we were raised. That's how I was brought up. If you say a curse word, you're going to hell. If you drink, you're going to hell. If you do this X, Y, and Z, you're going to hell. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And there's so, there's such um, worldly things. She never, I, I wasn't raised like, I mean, I don't know if she was like, this should be uh, common sense, but you know, there are the Ten Commandments. I do try to abide by those. I try not to kill people. Good work. I try that. not to, you know, covet other, you know, those are the things that like w- weren't always. Modeled. Not modeled. Not, they not were modeled, modeled, but they weren't modeled, beat but in weren't my head like, red, yeah. oh my gosh, you said hell, Angie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like weird to me. It's it's, it's strange. so strange because it's just it's a like word. You get in trouble for the ritual, like that kind of stuff, and for missing church. I mean, or for not, you know what I mean, not doing certain things at church or being involved in this or that more so than. It's really weird. I mean, it doesn't say thou shalt not say a curse word. They didn't even know what the word shit was back then. No. Okay, they say do not use the Lord's name in vain, and I do not make a habit of doing that. I don't yeah, but I don't like to hear, oh, my God. I don't say, oh, my God. I don't like it. that's not even what it means when I learn the definition. It doesn't mean... What does it mean? Any of that. I'd have to look it up. But it doesn't mean Jesus Christ or God damn it or, oh, gosh. oh my God. I don't, I don't like to hear it. I don't but, like to hear it. But I'm just saying, it. that's not using... That's just something they taught us, so we wouldn't say so, but bad words. what does that words. mean? What does it mean? I don't know. You spit these so-called facts. Hey, listen. I am the fact But no, guy. but really, honestly, like, did, where, did they have those curse words? And my kids are always saying, it's just a word. Like, what is the big deal? And I agree. It is just a word. I am not going to go to hell because I said shit. I'm not. And, and, and if I am, wow. You know? You're not. I mean, I can think like an adult now. I'm not going to go to hell because I have some wine at night. You know? Mm-hmm. I do know. Like, I think I have a bigger, bigger God than that. He doesn't care what I say. It's a prohibition. It's, it's blasphemy. Taken, his, taken in vain of the name of the God of Israel, which is how the Bible puts it, or using his name to commit evil. So basically when you do things in, like, you know, some, like the Muslim, like 
and I want to say Muslim. That's not nice. Because, but there's extremist groups and everything, just like that stupid Baptist church that, pro, like, protest, freaking. Oh, like the um, the, the funerals of someone yeah, who might have been a homosexual. Yes. So they're going, you're burning. And like the abortion freaking people, horrible, like horrible the, people. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm pro-life, but I wouldn't go no, burn no, but down. You're not. I mean, like, you, but that would be it. You blow up a abortion. You would say oh, this is in God's name. Oh. You're using his name in vain. You're using God. Like God hates you. God yes, hates gay you're, people. Or you're God making, hates. Yeah. You, you kill a bunch of people, but you say it's because it's oh, in God's see, that name. That makes more sense to me. Yeah, that's that's using God's name in vain. Right. You're using it to do something terrible. I hear what you're saying. It's not a curse word. Right. I mean, I still don't like to hear it, but I know what you mean. That makes right, more sense. Right. But we were. It was beaten all my life. I thought. Oh, same. I thought using his name in vain was saying, "Oh my God." Right. Right. Oh my God. So right, I mean, I try not to say. It. I don't like to say. It. I don't like my kids to say it. But that's just me. But the only, but that's the thing, though. We're tricked. The only reason you don't like to say "Oh my God" is because you were told it's wrong. Right. God never that's said true. it was wrong. That's true. It's it's the same as if your parents brought you up saying, "Don't say oh my toast." Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's because they taught us that you can't say that. Right. And it's so funny because with my mom with cussing, it's so hilarious. This I don't know why this stuck in my head, but and I and I did call her out on it one time, and I was like, it, "We were at we, <laughs> we it was trick or treat, and we were walking with Nate. It wasn't last year; it was like a couple of years ago when we still felt like we had to walk around with him. So this is probably three or four years ago, maybe even. And it, you know, in in my mom's neighborhood, trick or treats like crazy it's busy, awesome. and it's just wall to wall people. And we were walking beside these people, and they were cursing like me and you were just talking right now. Right. They weren't being ugly. They weren't yelling at anybody. It's part of their They natural. were having a conversation and we could hear it because we were close. Okay. They weren't sure. being any louder than we're being right now. We just happened to be there. My mom was so appalled. She was disgusted. She was like, they're talking like that around their children. But I'm like, they might just talk like that. That is how they That's talk. how they I'm talk. Sure. They, they feel like they're doing nothing wrong and they are not doing anything wrong. It is how they talk. Right. And, and, I don't want to grow up with my, I don't, I tried to raise my kids. Of course, I didn't want them hearing a lot of curse words. I didn't curse in front of my kids very often. I do now sometimes, but I didn't grow up when they would hear something on TV because of the way I was raised. I always felt obliged to say, that's a curse word. We don't say that. But now that I've changed my thinking, it's, it's, why am I bringing so much attention to it? It makes them want to do it more. It's silly, right? And why? Yeah. So why? It's silly. It really is. It's childish. It really, honestly is. Because it's, it's how people talk. And what, 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 what gives us the, the arrogance? And I'm not saying that it's. I'm not saying that just about your mom. I'm saying about the way I was and the way people think. Well, they have to. They have to watch out for the way I think things should be. You know, if I think people should should be watched. To think somebody shouldn't be able to curse. Yeah, I mean, who am I? That's how people talk. That's how they were raised. That's how they talk. I mean, it's not a big deal. Like, uh, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It, it just it just blew my mind. I was like, oh my gosh. She's like, I should have said something to them. I'm like, what? What are you going to say to the adults? It's don't like cuss somebody in front of your kid. Who are you? It's like mom. My mom having a conversation out loud where other people can hear about God and about praying, and somebody saying to her, "I wish you wouldn't say that out loud." Same thing. Right. What do you mean? This is how I live. Well, don't say it where anybody else can hear it. Why? Right. And it, that's what blows my mind. 
And I think back, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I love my mom. I love my grandma. I love my whole mom's side of the family, but man. Well, wow. my family's, yeah, it's it's a similar mindset. It's, it, it's how a we very were similar mindset. I'm just blessed enough. I love them too. I'm, I'm, no, not, I'm I do. not upset about it. I'm just. I just feel blessed that it, I got to see both. I got to see both angles. And I think that's why maybe I'm as level headed about it as I am. I'm so glad that I didn't fall down that judgmental, holier than thou, righteous path. I I just, and well, I think that's well, what turns me be, off with church because I think most, a lot of, no, not most, not most. A lot of people are like that in the churches that we go to. I, I don't, I've not been to, every, you know, honestly, uh, any other religions or whatever, but as far as like Baptists and Nazarene go, and I'm not saying everybody. So if you're listening and you go to church and you love it and you're not like that, I'm not talking about you, yeah. But no. you got to know who I'm talking about, you know. Like, yeah. Well, the the problem is, it's the only way to. They say, I don't know. You just you you've got to fit in that mold. I don't fit that mold anymore. That's my point. But that doesn't take away that the point that I'm still a Christian and I still pray and I still have faith. You know what I mean? Well, that that's that's me. I feel not. I, my sense of humor, the stuff I joke about, right. the, the the comedy I watch, the, right. the you know what I mean, the yeah. stuff. I mean, I that's not going to be that's, that would be frowned upon. My sense of humor would be frowned upon. Remember that song they taught us in church: "Be careful, little eyes, what you see." <laughs> be careful, little eyes, what you see. They're not little anymore. For the Father up above is looking down with love, so be careful, little <laughs> eyes, what you see. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. You know, and it goes on. Be careful, yeah. little mouth, yeah. what you say. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's but that song. song kept me out of a lot of trouble. <laughs> Sorry good. about my singing, y'all. I do not sing. It's good stuff. Sorry about that. You should do that. We'll end every podcast with you singing that <laughs> song. We'll change the podcast name. Oh, my gosh. I just feel like I can watch a movie with curse words in it. I can watch some inappropriate comedy, and I can still have a relationship with God and be okay. That's I mean, just how I think. Growing up, I was taught, I was like, taught like violent movies that kind of stuff it was going to make me a worse person like it will desensitize you yeah is the word that was always used it's going to desensitize you you're going to come numb to like you're going to and it's it's crazy it's absolute nuts i've seen violent movies and i am not i'm numb by violence violence disturbs me yeah right i'm not going to be desensitized And, and if i see it in real life i'm still going to vomit so you're going to watch violent movies and then you're going to turn into Jeffrey Dahmer. It's better to say, like we do, it's a freaking show. It's TV. It's you can't entertainment. watch it. Don't. You shouldn't watch it. If right. it scares you, don't watch it. But right. it's just TV. And it's listen, fake. this new show we're getting, where we've been watching, it might get to that point. I don't know. It may. Last night I did okay. Um, <laughs> we're watching, I don't know, something from 2019, like Hill. The Haunting of Hill House or something. Yeah. Don't know why we're watching this. We watched The Servant, the two seasons of that. That wasn't so bad. And then we were just kind of on this kick of like being a little bit creeped out. And it worked last night. It was a little bit weird. I, I got chills once. Yes. Like it made me have actual that. chills. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but if it comes to the point where I'm not able to sleep at night or if I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't go back to sleep and I'm seeing things and hearing things and I'm not watching it anymore. So there you go. Anyway, this podcast went nowhere where I thought it was going to go. So I'll keep this list and we will circle back to thinking um, styles because I think it's interesting. Um, And I think it would be interesting to actually do this podcast with maybe Michael or something because he seems so intelligent that maybe he would have some input on this. 
And also, I think it would be good to do it with somebody who knows us pretty well and can give their opinion. Because I can give my opinion on how I think you think. And I, I, I have an opinion on how I think I think. But maybe I, maybe I don't. That's what I was saying maybe in the beginning. You, you might you feel say, that about no, yourself. You but think that about yeah. yourself, but not really. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So that'd be interesting. Yeah. It's getting dark in our room. It is. Why the have my lights not come down. on? They, they come on at like 8 something. Oh. Well, this has been nice and real, and I probably don't want to talk religion for about another year now. So, because I, I, I broke my rule. You did, and you caused it. You did I this. broke my rule. I ran with it. I said I don't talk about religion and I don't talk about politics, and I just broke one of You them. broke it. So, anyway. You broke the rule. Oh, well. Well, this was fun. Okay. That's all, folks. Peace out. <laughs>